welcome to X Vlog episode number two. I am your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And first, I want to say thank you for taking the time to check out today's uh, new entry into Double Barrel Gaming's repertoire of live shows and now, of course, recorded content. Uh, if you are new to the channel, um, I would really appreciate if you would consider subscribing and if you are enjoying the video or you will eventually enjoy the video once you watch it, you consider hitting the like button. Uh, these metrics are super, super important for a small channel like mine. I am uh, just past 9,100 subscribers. Um, and of course, the goal, one of the big goals is to hit that big magical 10K and I can get there with your help, but I want to get into today's video. Now, before we actually talk about the subject, uh, leading up to today's second episode that I'm going to do, of course, weekly, uh, I had a whole different plan. Um, and it was to talk about what was supposed to be a, ce a celebratory uh, you know, march down the road, so to speak, for Xbox, uh, the, its gamers, and of course the industry. And, and why are we celebrating? Why should we be excited about Xbox? Well, on Monday, uh, Microsoft had their 30-minute show celebrating the 20th anniversary of the platform. Uh, that's incredibly important uh, for a lot of reasons because, you know, having a platform is never guaranteed you're going to have success. And Microsoft has innovated and, you know, they, they've dug themselves out of some ditches that they put themselves in, sure. Um, but we were celebrating the 20th anniversary of the platform. We were celebrating the 20th anniversary of Master Chief and Halo Combat Evolved. Um, on top of that incredible news, folks, we got the release of the Xbox Series X Special Edition custom console for Halo Infinite. We also got the 20th anniversary um, clear controller for the Xbox Series X and S. And on top of that... We got a new Halo Infinite Elite that is just gorgeous. I was able to get my hands on that. My console is coming. It's going to get here late. Unfortunately, there was a, a hang up with Walmart getting the, um, the supplies, but that's fine. I still have a Series X, so I'm, I'm enjoying gaming. Um, and, and if that news wasn't enough for you, if that news was you needed more, you had the announcement that 76 new games were headed over to backwards compatibility, uh, the biggest in the uh, services history. Some really big ones in there. The Max Payne series is in there. The Fear series is in there. A lot of stuff to get excited about if you enjoy going back to some of these games or experiencing some of these games for the first time. And if that wasn't enough, folks, we had confirmation that... Um, Forza Horizon 5, which you see on your screen, surpassed 9 million players in seven days. Do, do you understand how bonkers that is for a quote-unquote racing game? But if that wasn't enough for you, and you wanted one last cherry on top of this banana boat Sunday that's going to be Willy Wonka-sized we're playing Halo Infinite, folks. I mean, holy cow. We're playing Halo Infinite, and it's glorious. Um, 
And that that launched in beta. That was the big announcement at the end of the 30-minute uh, event. Uh, that was um, 343's big surprise. It kind of leaked a little bit, but I was still super – I mean, if you watched yesterday's show – uh, where I t- where on Monday show I should say I was yelling like like a kid. It just was so much fun. Um, and with all that good news, like Xbox gamers should be on cloud nine, right? Like we should be floating above the clouds because there's just so much good news. But folks, that's not what we're here to talk about today. Uh, we are here to discuss openly, prospectively, of course. Uh, how this magnificent piece of artwork known as Forza Horizon 5 by Playground Games was snubbed at the Game Awards uh, in the category of Game of the Year. Now, they, they were nominated in three other categories, so let's, let, let me just read that out for you. They got, they're nominated for Best Sports and Racing. Not a surprise, that's a crummy character uh category but whatever fine best audio design i agree 100 and the last one was innovation in accessibility and that is also uh one that it deserves to win simply because the 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 way the the options that you have as a player is just it's just bananas but the one the one area where it got snubbed where I think it's it sends a real bad message to Playground Games, to Xbox, to the industry, to the gamers that support this game. Um, is that Game of the Year uh, once again has eluded a major Xbox exclusive franchise. And, you know, here's the thing. Um, Xbox has Xbox slash Bethesda has a total of 20 nominations uh for the game awards now there are a lot of people out there that that will say they're, they're going to be in the comment section i know it hey boom it's 20 nominations jeff Keeley doesn't hate xbox now i'm not one of these people that suggest that look i i, I let, let me get this clear right now okay i not only enjoy the game awards i respect the absolute s out of Jeff Keighley. Uh, you know, I understand he has a lot of people that dislike him because he wears his love for PlayStation on his right sleeve for everyone to see. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Like what you like, love what you love, no problem, right? It's when there are things done that make any gamer, I don't care what platform you're on, scratch your head. Now, I have some notes in front of me. Normally, this is supposed to be shot from the hip, but there is a lot to cover. This is probably going to be a 15 or 20-minute video. I hope that you like it. I hope you enjoy the gameplay. You're going to see me trying to uh, three-star the red lights, uh, which, I, uh, which I did a lot of. I'm trying to kind of get, get them all done. You'll see that on the, in the background. But I got to bring up uh, a stat. Um, and here's the thing. Metacritic uh, gets a lot of uh, uh, flack, and and they have from me because I I, I think that the way it's done is too loosey goosey, and I, what I mean by that is anyone that that has Joe and John's Gamerville could go up there and throw up a, a, a two out of ten for a game because they're biased, right? I I I, I like the way um, 
The movies do it where if you're going to be a reviewer, if you're going to be a critic, and you want to be represent, if you want to be recognized, not represented, recognized properly, you got to show the receipts, right? They show, they they take pictures of their tickets, and I don't know how Metacritic would do it, but they actually dropped something pretty interesting. Um, and, uh, this is what Metacritic did. Now this saved me a lot of work. I'm going to be completely honest with you. The now here are your six nominees. Uh, and like I said, death, uh, the first one is death loop and that's at an 88 Metacritic. Uh, it takes two, uh, is an 88 Metacritic, uh, Metroid red for the Nintendo switch, 88 Metacritic. Um, followed by Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, 88 Metacritic. Uh, Psychonauts 2 from Double Fine. Uh, of course, that's a, that's a multi-plat, but they're owned by Xbox, Microsoft. It sits at an 87. And, and, and filling out the list at the bottom of it is Resident Evil Village that sits at an 84. Now, the reason why I wanted to bring these six nominees into the conversation is for what I actually said to Jeff Keeley directly. Now, I, I'm going to say if you are displeased with this, um, I strongly suggest that you put it out there on the socials. If you have a Twitter account, you know, go uh, you know, talk to Jeff Keeley. Let him know that you're disappointed. Uh, I do want to say from the beginning, please don't curse. Don't make death threats. Don't do things like that because what that does is make gamers as a whole look like just knuckleheads, right? And we're not, right? We we have opinions that matter. And I think the only way you're going to see change is if you do it in a proper manner. So I'm going to read you my tweet uh, uh, to Jeff Keighley directly. Um, and of course, directly to the Game Awards. And I simply said, nine plus million players, highest, highest reviewed game of 2021, a genre-defining presentation that many are calling a masterclass creation. And, I, and I'll add to that, uh, that conversation. Um, it, it's so good that it started its own new subset genre. Uh, people are calling it a car PG, right? That, that is genre-defining. It, 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 it changes the scope of how we will look at driving games, not racing games. Because you're not just racing around in this game. You're driving because it's the player's choice. And I finished that tweet out by saying, at Jeff Keighley, uh, and of course I, I tagged in Forza Horizon 5, not getting nominated for Game of the Year 2021 has me wondering how many more accolades does this game need? And, you know, I, I continued because I, I sat on this for a while. I sat on it because I, I, I wanted to make sure that this was going to be done right and I wanted to make sure that what I was saying was going to be represented in a proper manner. Because, listen, um, the one thing about this channel that you, uh, if you've just found it, you're going to realize, um, I always bring facts to every conversation. Every live stream has notes. Uh, I, I don't, I don't half-cock it at all, right? There's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes, and I enjoy, honestly enjoy doing that. But here is one of my quotes after that, uh, and I and I simply say um, this to Jeff: the issue, Jeff Keeley, is as much as you've done for the industry, and I greatly appreciate the work. Uh, 
the tweet that he that he sent out after the 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 hubbub, if you will, I thought was not, not only extremely out of touch, but on the level of trolling, which is what gets Jeff in trouble. Uh, I said, you know, I, I followed that tweet with, uh, you've seen social media and you clearly know Forza Horizon 5 not being in the game of the year category is ethically wrong. And the reason why I wrote that was because of what Jeff Keighley did. Now, th- again, this is what gets Jeff in trouble because, you know, he's obviously hip to social media. He has to be, right? He is the producer of the Game Awards. And he puts out a tweet that simply says, thoughts on the Game Award nominees, question mark, uh, biggest surprise, biggest snub. And he follows, he follows that out with, remember, we will have the player's voice category launching in a few weeks where you pick the winner. 100% of that of the picks come from us, the gamers, the consumers, from over 20 games. Now, I know that on the surface of it, it may not seem so bad to you. But then when you sit back on it and you let it simmer a bit, it's a little bit trolly. Uh, obviously, he knows what the biggest snub is. And I think making this category of the player's voice is, is garbage. It's a garbage category. It means nothing. So, we, you know, continuing with people that I respect, people that I, that I, that I look up to, that I, I used to listen to, um, as a as as a fan before I was actual content creator, I want to bring some people into this conversation. Um, one of which is Benji Sales. Now, Benji Sales, if you don't know who he is, you should follow him on Twitter. It's at Benji Sales. Um, he writes uh, quite a few things, which I thought was uh, pretty interesting, and he he is well respected within our medium. He says this. Returnal deserved the nomination too, but I'm less frustrated about that. Main issue that makes the Forza snub egregious is that it literally is the best-reviewed game of 2021 and feels like it was left out over genre gatekeeping, right? And, of course, I'm going to continue. Uh, Randall Thor, friend of this community. I'm sure if you listen to me, you probably listen to Rand. This is what Rand had to say on Twitter right after it, right after the announcement. As expected, Forza Horizon 5 got robbed by the Game Awards. Highest rated game of the year and 9 million players in a week, I guess just isn't good enough. And the wrong PlayStation exclusive got nominated. Returnal is so much better than Ratchet. The rest of the list is solid, though. And, of course, Jez Corden, obviously, who is is his, uh, his best bud, a uh, friend to a lot of people in this community, uh, obviously the voice of Windows Central Gaming, or one of the voices, wrote, uh, very simply, players' voices <clears throat> matters more than a journalist's voice. And considering that he's a journalist, well, that's actually saying something. So we're, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes into this video already. Where do we go from here? You know, there, there were two people that I work with on a weekly basis that had some incredible things to say, both uh, on the podcast, on the Xbox Factor podcast, and I'm talking about Pong Soul, who is one of the voices of the podcast on Saturdays, Living Split Screen. Um, if you enjoy my work, you should please 
get out there and support him. Uh, the, the podcast is amazing. Uh, he had so many incredible points to say, but one of the points, and I agree 1000% is that the game awards, at least the game of the year category has a stigma to it, a stigma to it. That is, uh, is going to continue now. Right. Uh, and he said, and, and I agree, and I will paraphrase that this was an opportunity for Jeff Keeley and the Game Awards to buck that, to change the narrative. The narrative as it stands is that it's a Sony PlayStation show, right? And, and Jeff has put himself in that position. This isn't just fanboys, you know, being upset because their favorite Xbox game wasn't nominated. That that's that's not what's going on here, folks. That what's going on here is a legitimate complaint. Um, and unfortunately, um, these games are picked by an Illumini, Illuminati level secret panel, right? Of of, of who, who he will not disclose who they are. And um, talking with several people in the background. Uh, you know, about the situation. I think we've all come to a consensus that there are two genres that will never, ever be in the game of uh, the game of the year category because this, you know, again, Illuminati level board doesn't like them. Racing is one of them or driving. And the other one is first person shooters, right? You'll never see them in there. Um, and, the driving one, though, is a bit of a, a conundrum. When you have a game as important to not just racing games, not just driving games, not just open world games, just games as a whole, the, the check marks that Forza Horizon 5 just keep going down the list is, is, is unbelievable. It, it, it's, it literally checks off so many boxes that just on that merit alone, not being one of the games this year of the six, I agree with Benji, is absolutely egregious on every level possible. But there's something else I want to bring into the conversation that, uh, that again, this is, this is just my personal opinion. I don't know if this is true. I have no proof of this. But you got to wonder... If these games, because every one of these games came out a while ago, they had some, they had some space to breathe. A lot of every one of these nominated games were was this list of nominees already done before the Game Awards, right? Before Forza Horizon Five came out, could these six games have already been plastered on that list and be like, well, sorry, anything after this list, you know, too bad. Because that's how I honestly feel about this. Because I think that when you say that the highest rated game, and see, that's the thing I really kind of want to touch on for a second. These are the game awards. And I say the word game, and I want it to be spelled out G-A-M-E, right? What, what is a game? Well, game is a game. And I'm under the impression and the belief that a game is a game is a game, Right? Does it matter if it's made by a thousand people or two people like Death's Door? The answer is no. The answer is absolutely not because it's a game. And when you look at the game Forza Horizon 5, 
not being on this list, being snubbed, it is, it is, it's, it sends a terrible message to playground games, sends a terrible message to the industry, sends a terrible message to what many people will now look, look upon as the game awards is not being legitimate. It, it, it loses its legitimacy by making these blunder public moves. I, I, I know that there's, you know, some people are going to say, well, boom, it's picked by, you know, this independent group of uh, Illuminati members. Well, there, there's a problem with that. We, we, we don't know if that's true. I don't know who these members are. He's not, he's not going to tell. Who are these journalists? Do they like driving games? I don't know, because obviously, if this game is not in there, they, 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 am I saying they're biased towards Xbox? No. Could that be a possibility? Sure. But we, we, have to, we have to sit back and we have to ask these questions. We have to ask these questions. And the other gentleman I had a conversation with for over an hour, who was uh, not only uh, visibly upset, but vocally upset, um, was Kay Asante of the Gaming Circle podcast on Saturday mornings. Uh, it just so happens that both Pong Soul and 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 uh, Kay Asante have shows at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and they're both shows that you should subscribe to because they're both incredible uh, community members, but more importantly, human beings at the end of the day. But uh, Kay Asante and I sat and we agreed, not because we wanted to agree with each other, we, we agreed because there's, there really isn't a fight here. It's, it, it's hard to argue the point that this game doesn't deserve that. Now, what could they do to fix it? I honestly don't know. Do they make a seventh category? Because I could have sworn that there were more, more entries than just six. Maybe they cut it down. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm mistaken. I honestly don't know. Um, but the only way that this gets changed is if we're vocal about it, and we're vocal about vocal about it in in, in a proper manner, meaning that we are going to talk about it, and we're not going to curse and scream and make death threats or anything you know ridiculous like that. Because change is never going to happen when you do that. You got to do it the right way. Um, I mean, listen, I, I I'm I'm already. 20 plus minutes into this video uh, or at least almost at 20 minutes and I don't want to I don't want to rant this is this isn't a rant this is me as a gamer who uh, as you saw on the screen early on hit just hit a, le a level 106 you know I've spent a significant amount of hours playing this game and what's interesting and what's amazing about this racing game is that even though I'm playing Halo Infinite and I'm loving it I keep thinking about this game that even though I've gotten so far, I've gotten to the Hall of Fame, I got 130 plus cars unlocked. Um, I've done every uh, stunt. I've, I've uh, three-starred every stunt. I'm trying to three-star every camera. I, I still want to keep playing. And what is, I think, frustrating is when you hear people and gamers that normally don't play racing games because it's just not their genre they enjoy. And that's that's perfectly fine. But when you hear uh, the, the, the general gamer and the consensus is, I never played a Forza game and I can't stop playing this. It is amazing. That says what that, 
that what what we have in front of us is genre defining, right? It's genre defining. It's industry moving. What do I mean by that? It's moving the industry forward on how we look at open world driving games. Like I said in the middle of the show of of of, of this of, I was going to say show of, of this video, people are now referring Forza Horizon Five to a car PG, a car PG. It has created its own subclass genre. So I sit here today in front of this camera, trying to rack my brain on how a game that breaks records everywhere doesn't get nominated for game of the year and the game awards i know that we're going to have plenty more awards from there are so many websites out there that are going to give this game the, the the game their personal game of the year award whether that's ign whether that's GameSpot, whether that's vgc whether that's game rant there's tons of them and there's a lot of them that i enjoy uh, you know, watching their stuff. I, I like more more of the independent ones, like VGC and Game Rant. I do really enjoy their their work over there. Um, but the Game Awards is supposed to be the quote unquote Oscars of gaming, right? The Oscars of the gaming verse, and this kind of shenanigans, because that's all you can call it. It's it's just shenanigans, is what makes people feel that it'll never get there. This is this is a monster step back for the Game Awards. This is a huge egg on the face for Jeff Keighley personally and professionally. And I will say it again, it sends a really bad message to the development community that when you work as hard as Playground Games did on this title and you are shortchanged because of a reason that we, we we will never know. Like we don't know where this where where on the list of six this fell. Was it number seven? Was it number ten? Was it twenty on the list? I don't know because Jeff's not saying, and maybe he should say. Uh, maybe maybe he should look at this and be like, you know, something. Yeah, th there was an egregious mistake made here. And we're going to fix that. And and again, I'm not saying that Forza Horizon 5 needs to win. The nomination alone is incredible for a lot of reasons. Because the Game Awards is looked upon um, as being the the mecca, if you if you will, of the, of gaming awards and and celebration. It, it, something has to happen. And I don't know uh, if he needs to come out and publicly apologize for this blunder, if he needs to fix it by adding Forza Horizon 5 because the people are saying are asking for it. We're, we're asking for this to happen. Jeff's not going to watch his video, and that's fine because I'm a peanut in the big industry that we know is gaming. But if you enjoyed this video, if you enjoyed me being as real as I could possibly be, uh, I ask that you hit the like button. Uh, please, by all means, consider sharing this on social media. And if you're not already subscribed, uh, please subscribe to the channel. Uh, it would mean the world to me to uh, hit that 10,000 subs. Um, and um, this new video series is something that you folks have been asking for and I wanted to deliver. 
So uh, this is Mr. Boomstick signing off for X-Vlog episode number two. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll see you in the next video.